This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. We have lots ahead, including a special jersey retirement and a Seattle Thunderbirds legend this past weekend. We'll take you back inside the showware center for that ceremony. We continue our look at top NHL draft prospects going to the next summer's NHL draft. We'll introduce you to Calgary Hitman defenseman Carter Yakumchuk, already off to a big season as an A-rated prospect by Central Scouting. Another WHL alumni made his NHL debut this past week. Connor Zary with the Calgary Flames. More on that. And the Tempo WHL Player of the Week, Saskatoon Blades forward Trevor Wong. Les Lazarek has more with him later in the show. Patrick Marlowe, the NHL leader in all-time games played, got his start with the Seattle Thunderbirds back in 1995. He played two seasons with Seattle before making the jump full-time to the NHL at just 18 years old. Last weekend, the Thunderbirds honored Patrick Marlowe by retiring his number 12 jersey at the Showware Center. Marlowe walking onto the ice to take part in a special pregame ceremony. Patrick making his way on the ice now with his wife and two of his young sons. Russ Farwell is now the VP of Hockey Operations for the Thunderbirds. He was the general manager when Marlowe broke into the WHL. Everyone here who's come in to help us uh, celebrate Pat's time here and certainly uh, perhaps long overdue, but uh, we weren't sure he was ever going to quit playing. So uh, (coughs) it took us a while to get here. It's hard to imagine that... uh, that much time's gone by, but 26 years, and, and uh, as a 17-year-old player, 52 goals, 125 points, and then he went on to a 23-year NHL career, the record, seven, over 1,700 NHL regular season games. It's phenomenal, and certainly uh, we've always been proud to say Patrick Marlowe was a Thunderbird, and we can't wait to hang that jersey up and have it here every night looking forward. Patrick Marlowe didn't gain class in the NHL. I think he added class to the NHL. Patrick Marlowe then took to the mic to address the crowd and those on hand for the ceremony. I want to start off by thanking Dan and Lindsay LeCalp and the Seattle Thunderbirds organization for bestowing this honor upon me and retiring my jersey. To have my name and jersey I wore while playing here in the rafters is something I don't take for granted. To be able to share this moment with my family, friends, and quite a few of the boys that I shared the ice with so many years ago is even more special. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you to all of you who have made a special trip here to Seattle and share in this special night with me and my family. I wish I could go back and do it all again, but I'll settle for watching my four boys living out their dreams. I know I've missed some people to thank, but I look forward to thanking them in person. So thank you, Seattle, for welcoming and my family back with wide open arms. You can tell by the crowd reaction that the Marlowe number 12 has been unveiled in the rafters right next to the Goodall number 10. 
Gibbard been a franchise for over 45 years. Only two numbers now have been retired, but number 10 has some pretty good company up there. On April 19th, 2021, in an away game against the Vegas Golden Knights, Marlowe played in his 1,768th NHL game, breaking the all-time NHL regular season games played record formerly held by Gordy Howe. In fact, Marlowe only missed 31 games in his entire career, and at that time played with or against 37% of the players who have ever played in the NHL. He was an Ironman as well. He played in all 82 regular season games in 11 separate seasons. Internationally, Marlowe won a gold medal with Canada at the 2003 World Championships in Finland. He was selected to play for Canada at the 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver, where he won a gold and repeated it in 2014 at the Winter Olympics in Sochi. Congratulations to Patrick Marlowe and his family. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. A Western Hockey League alumni making his NHL debut with the Calgary Flames last week. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan native and former Kamloops Blazer captain, Connor Zeri. Kadri, 10 in, shoots the flat Zary scored on home ice in the first period against the Dallas Stars, a former Blazer from 2017 to 2021. He was a first-round NHL pick of the Flames in 2020. He's gone on to play three games now, scoring once and adding two assists, but a memorable first goal. So you had a lot of nervous excitement coming into that game being my first one, and obviously got lucky with the puck coming off and, and kind of landing right in front of me and just being able to put that in as a... It was a pretty cool moment. I watched it. I don't quite remember the actual moment happened. I was kind of blacked out as it happened, but pretty cool being able to watch that and see that kind of develop. And that'll be something I remember for the rest of my life. Zeri also represented the WHL at the 2021 World Junior Hockey Championships. From the drop of the puck to the Edge Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Hey, big time impressed with this defenseman's game with the Calgary Hitman. Most recently named an A prospect in the Central Scouting Preliminary Player to Watch list. Uh, coming out, Carter Yakimchuk of the Calgary Hitman joins us. Uh, Carter, first of all, thanks for making time for us here on WHL this week. I know you just finished practice here and getting set here for a big weekend. Yeah, of course. No worries. Uh, happy to be on here. Yeah, let's talk about uh, where you're at right now. That A rating came out, which you know many people expected, but not until it comes out is it official. Uh, your reaction to you know being an A rated prospect by Central Scouting? Yeah, I mean it. Uh, it was pretty cool to be to be recognized as that, and uh, I mean it's an honor, and uh, just uh, hopefully there's more to go from here. So. You've had an extra year in the WHL, right? Like, well, an extra year, anyways. You're late birthday, so you're an 05. Uh, last year was the 05 draft, but you know, when you look at that, maybe being a big advantage to you now in draft year for you. Yeah, I think it. Uh, I think it is a huge advantage. I mean, having that extra year under my belt of of uh, junior hockey and like the pace of the game and stuff, and you know, being 17 last year and not eligible for the draft, kind of just having the year to to get more comfortable and get get ready for this year, which was a big year for me. I think you had a, a great year last year and, you know, could have been a, a first-round pick last year had that been your draft year. But but here you are. Uh, this is the big year here for you. How do you think your season's gone here so far, Carter? I think it's been I think it's been pretty good so far. I mean, 
I'm really happy with my game. Uh, team's playing really well right now, so that's that's good. And uh, I think the the first 15 games of the year have been uh, been really good so far. Like I see you as an offensive defenseman who also has a bigger frame, but but how do you describe yourself in your game? I describe myself as a, a two-way defenseman. Uh, I can play both ends of the ice. Uh, do you think yeah, I can can run a power play of a lot a lot of uh, a lot of offensive uh, capability, but I can also I can also play good defense. You know, shut it down my own end too. You put up quite the highlight reel last year. Some of the goals you scored, like you were a, a regular on on WHL plays of the week. Here, I have to ask you, growing up, were you ever like a forward? Like, where did you get the puck skill and sort of the stick handling ability? No, <laughs> I never <laughs> I never played forward, but I don't know a lot of practice, a lot of a lot of shinny. A lot, of, a lot of summer skate just working on working on the skills. So, yeah. oh, that's great. You put together some some nice ones here for sure last season, and we'll look forward to this year here for sure. You're a Calgary native. You're playing for the Calgary Hitmen. Um, you get to stay close to home. I'm sure that's had to help, you know, just you feeling comfortable now in the WHL. Uh, yeah, I think that, that's really helped a lot, especially when I was uh, 16 coming into the league, being able to, you know, live at home, not having to, to travel somewhere else and uh, live with a billet has been has been really special. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people that come to the games every night from Calgary, and it's it's really cool to play play for my hometown. And, uh, and it's, I mean, I love living at home, so that's uh, it's been really good for me. Great. Uh, you look at you know the Hitman defensemen that have gone through. You know, it really has been a factory over the years. Uh, you have a really good uh, likely role model there in, in Tyson Galloway now in his overage season here. But who's helped you in that dressing room over the years become the player you are now? Yeah, I think uh, I think Galloway has uh, has really helped me a lot. I mean, especially coming into the league, sixteen year old. Uh, I mean, he kind of took me under his wing a bit, and you know, showed me the ropes and uh, you know what it took to be a, a junior hockey player. And you know, he uh, he had NHL experience, being drafted and playing some preseason games, and he's kind of he's helped me along along the way through uh, through my uh, career so far. So he's been he's been a lot of help. Our guest is Carter Yakimchuk. He's an A-rated prospect in the preliminary players to watch list that came out. Uh, do you get caught up in this draft talk? You know, we had Dan Marr, the uh, vice president of hockey for uh, Central Scouting, on last week, and he says sometimes players can put too much stock in their draft year, worry about points, worry about you know uh, impressing, you know, maybe for the wrong reasons here. How do you approach your draft year this year? Uh, I don't, I don't approach it any different than I, I had the, the last two years. I think. Uh, I mean, it's always it's always in the back of my mind, but uh, I'm just kind of trying to take it uh, one day at a time and just just worry about my game, worry about what I can control, and uh, I can't control the rest of it. So just worry about my game and the things I can control in front of me. From a team perspective, I know Calgary got off to a, a tough start, but you've put together some big wins uh, recently. I want to say that victory over Portland here recently on home ice was massive. You got a big goaltending effort. Looks like the Hitmen have turned the corner this year. Yeah, like you said, we had a we had a little bit of a slow start, but uh, yeah, I think uh, we're playing really well right now. We got a we're on a four game winning streak, and uh, the guys are clicking. Everyone's playing really well. And I think maybe at the start of the year, we kind of were a team that was a little bit under the radar. You know, lost lost a couple of games in a row, but I think we're really trying to we're really starting to find our way now. So I think uh, I think there's a lot more from us this year. Okay, Carter, hey, uh, great start uh, for you and uh, get that rating and and just keep striving, just keep going here and uh, no doubt uh, an exciting year here for you as well uh, with the Calgary Hitman. Thanks for being such a great guest here on WHL this week. Awesome, thanks for having me. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week.
A big week for Trevor Wong and the Saskatoon Blades. Les Lazarick has more. Thank you, John, and I'm joined by the guy who had a goal and eight assists for nine points in three Blades victories last week, the WHL Player of the Week, Trevor Wong, captain of the team. Uh, nice to have that kind of a week last week for the team, especially coming off the fact that you'd lost the three previous games. Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, just uh, really big for our team and um, kind of getting back on track there after three kind of not of our best games. So um, just to help out the team in any way I could, uh, it feels really good. There's a big deal coming up in Toronto, talking about the setup guys against the goal scorers. And they keep talking about who's more important, the goal scorer or the setup guy. You'd probably say setup guy, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, without the goal scorer, there's no setup guy. So, I mean, um, I think they're both equally important. But, um, yeah, I, I like setting up. <laughs> You're doing the politically correct thing by saying that. You enjoy setting up a guy like Igor. I mean, the three goals he scores the other night, you had a hand in all three of them pretty much. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, elite shooter, smart player. We've played together for a long time now. And, um, yeah, I just love finding him on the ice and he finds finds a way to put the puck in the back of the net. Now on the one goal, his hat trick goal against Regina, you almost waited until you were at the goal line before you fed it across the crease. How difficult was that pass to make in order to make sure that he got that hat trick? Um, I don't know, I, honestly I, I just kind of scanned the ice, I kind of looked for him or Lizzo and um, yeah he was just there and I just found a way to get the puck to him and I knew he was going in. The goal you scored though that was fun. I mean, you pick up a puck, you got full speed, and you catch them flat-footed, right? Yeah, I mean, it feels good to kind of put one in, too. I mean, I don't score too many, so uh, to get that one against Regina kind of right after they scored, I think, uh, felt good. It's a busy time coming up here for the team, especially going on the road. You uh, haven't, I don't know, last time you may have played in the States would have been in your 16-year-old season. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, when I was 16 in Kelowna, I played in uh, all those arenas and uh, they're really fun to play in just kind of different atmospheres and uh, the fans are pretty crazy over there so uh, I'm excited to finally go back there and in my 20 year old year which is pretty crazy to say but uh, yeah I'm excited to go back there. Are guys asking you about these places that you're going to and you can maybe give them a little bit of a heads up? Yeah I mean I think a couple guys are curious about uh, you know you kind of see on video across the league uh, some of the crazy fans and you know Seattle and Spokane and, and Everett, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I just remember playing back there when I was 16 and it was real fun. So uh, I'm excited to go back there just as a 20 year old. The latest CHL top 10 uh, has you guys in sixth place. So you've risen a spot from last week. How important are those rankings to this group? I mean, I think uh, kind of just shows every week how we're doing. And, um, but as a team, I don't think we can focus on it too much. I mean, um, We've kind of been there, done that, which it's a pretty cool feeling, but um, we can't really focus on that. We just got to focus on winning games and playing as a team. Trevor, congratulations on being the WHL Player of the Week. We wish you all the best, and not just next week, but the following weeks after that as well. Thanks, Les. That's the show this week. Special thanks to our guests, Carter Yakimchuk of the Calgary Hitman, Trevor Wong of the Saskatoon Blades, and to Les Lazarick for his help this week. Thanks, Les. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. 